consider yourself normal, then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is W-Y-R-D. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. in this whole class of UFOs and they're just now talking about them. For real. And I guess there was a big, some TV show that was well Well, ev- evidently the government just released some kind of documents yeah. about UFOs. I don't know. I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson today and he was saying, look, everybody's got a cell phone. And he even named how many millions of smartphones there are all over the planet. Yeah. He said, why are we seeing more of this? If, if it's everywhere, why are we not seeing more of it? I mean, a dog can poop on the sidewalk and a hundred people have a viral video of it. That's so true. So if this stuff is happening, why ain't we seeing it? Well, pro- I don't know. I very guess they, Spock. Wasn't that very Spock? It, it was, but the ufologists would say, well, we're not seeing it because the other the alien species is not wanting us to see it right now. They allow our military <laughs> to see it for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I would say, know. well, that sounds kind of like humans. I know, it does. It sounds like this sort of thing like, oh, well, you couldn't possibly understand this. It's just God's will. It's like, a, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> whatever you need to think about. Yes. I mean, I feel like I've seen a UFO on more than one occasion. Um. But, I don't know. Tell me. Oh, I'll tell you the one I remember the best. I must have been like 14, 15, something like that, standing in the front yard in the house that I grew up in West Buncombe. And we were at the the head of the cove, so we were kind of up a little bit. And it the sun was setting, so there were lots of interesting colors that were happening kind of behind and to the right of me. And... I looked down at the road, because there was a a dirt road at the bottom of the bank. I looked down at the dirt road, and then I remember looking up, and there was this shining object that was hovering, and I could see the pink of of the sun setting, and I could see this kind of dark goldish color. And it just hovered there, and it was not near me. It was, uh, I couldn't tell you how far away, but far enough away that it wasn't like, wow, my God. Um, and I just watched it, and I remember thinking, that's, that's like a flying saucer. Hmm. Oh, my gosh, that's a flying saucer. And then it spun really fast where it was, and then just shot off. That was a flying saucer. I think it was, yeah. That's cool. That's better than mine. The one I saw was just light because I mm-hmm. saw it at night. But it moved in a way that I there's no way a plane could do that. So I don't know what I saw. But I saw something. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I, I'm willing to believe. I mean I, I can't believe this the universe is so big and we're the only intelligent life. That's just foolhardy. Well that's the thing. And so Neil DeGrasse Tyson DeGrasse Tyson. Oh okay. He's well respected uh-huh. I'm sure, uh, but I have to disagree with him on that one. Well, I think he would love for that to be real, but he wants some evidence. What, don't we all? Yeah, don't yeah. we all? It's always better to know the truth, but uh-huh. my like eyes tell me, and too many other people have had these situations. Yeah. I'm not saying we're all getting, you know, an alien butt pl- probe or anything. <laughs> well, you would have to go there. Well, now, I'm I was being, about it. I was being all, oh... And there's a beautiful thing in the sky with shining. It's like, no, you go right to the buffet. Right to the robe. <laughs> oh, no. Here we are. This is, in fact, the Weird Mountain Gal Show. We have been far too kind of sweet. 
Oh, and then the dog rescued the dog. And oh, <laughs> these baby birds on the back porch. Let's just cut to the chase and get to the butt probe aliens. Well, That's all I'm saying. Well, the, I learned about it from South Park. <laughs> I learned about so much from South Park. That's I so much. Cartman, who evidently is my hero. Cartman. He had it happen to him. Yes, first. he did. You <laughs> most certainly did. What was funny about that episode is you would see this this camera grow out of his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd be like twelve feet tall, you know, looking all around. So God, that show was so awful and so wonderful. loved it. Oh my god. I still do. Oh, is it still on? I, I, well, I don't know. I don't but. watch a lot of TV, so I don't When my daughter was in, I don't know, sixth grade, fifth grade, something like that, she spent the night with her friend Claire, and they went to the library to get a video to watch, you know, or a DVD maybe, I don't remember. And the mama let the girls pick it out, and they picked out the South Park movie. Yeah. And and she just sort of plugged him into it, and then she went about her business to do whatever mama stuff she was doing. And she came in about halfway through and went, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it was when, you know, Satan had taken a lover. And just, oh, oh, was it? And it, it was, was the, hilarious. Uh, who was it? It was the Cuban... No, it was Saddam Hussein. <laughs> yes, That's it was right. Saddam Hussein. <laughs> See, I know this... <laughs> So when I go there to pick my daughter up, the mama is just, she's like white as a sheet. She's oh. like, oh my God, I've got to tell you, I didn't, honestly, I didn't mean to let them watch this. <laughs> but it was, uh, w would you take it and watch it and return it to the library? She wanted you I, to watch it? Yeah, because <laughs> I am so, so sorry. And I, I was like, oh, South Park movie, oh, this should be pretty funny. Yeah. And she was like, oh no, it is horrifying, it is horrifying. And I looked at the girls and he said, so is it super funny? And they were like, oh my God, it is so funny. <laughs> so we go home and my daughter and I watch this again and it is so damn funny. It is so funny, but you the know, name, I'm just, I'm not a censorship yeah, person, name, might as well. The, the name of it is Bigger, Longer, Uncut. <laughs> <laughs> That's the South Park movie. And I will never forget when it came out, Gary, the guy I talk about all the time, Gary and I went and saw it in the theater, and we snuck and didn't tell anybody, because that's the only way we could get away back mm -hmm. then, because we were both working in hotels, and we snuck into that theater, we sat down to watch that movie, and all we knew is that it was South Park, and in my <laughs> life, I've never seen anybody laugh as hard as I saw Gary laugh, and it was when they were singing Blame Canada. Blame Canada! Yes. Blame Canada! <laughs> Oh, oh gosh, not so, <laughs> so funny. I think the term is irreverent. Yes, <laughs> and slightly filthy. Yeah, but that's what makes it fun. Uh -huh. it's, it's, it's like you feel naughty watching it, but all yes. you get. But if, but the clever, oh my gosh, really clever so and clever. intelligent and... Uh, yeah. And sick and twisted at the same oh, time. Oh man, I'm going to watch that thing when I get back from Missouri. In fact, I might even see if I can just find that on my phone and watch it. Oh, I bet you could. It's so funny. Oh. Everybody's singing because it's going to start raining. Hear them? There's the babies. I love it when it's quiet here. It was not quiet earlier. They're doing some kind of road work or some something down the hill. Mm -hmm. 
But right now, when you hear those baby birds, when you hear all the other birds, you could hear a dog barking way far away. Yeah. It is like being in the country. <gasps> Pretty. Yeah. Okay, Ilsa, what kind of bird is that? Isn't that a, a cardinal? Maybe. I don't know. One of y'all will know. You go, oh, what? Y'all are idiots. You live right there with all them birds. You don't know what their sounds are? I know, I know some sounds. Yeah, I know some sounds. Yeah. I know the sounds of cardinals when they're eating. <laughs> it's kind of a, you know. Yeah. A well, maybe we'll make that our uh, our little new thing to learn is bird songs. That might be a hearing calling, though. Uh-huh. I mean, it's funny because I know a lot of crow calls, I know what they mean, um, but then I'm not so good with other birds. I think I used to be when I was younger, but not anymore. They're all just singing out there, oh, y'all. Yeah. It sounds so beautiful. It does. And now I'm here, I've got the front window open, now I'm hearing them out there too. Oh, Lazy, what a day! Now, am I hearing something pecking against that front window a little bit? I don't. The think one where so. the other nest is. I don't think so. Okay, I thought I might have heard a little quiet something. Hmm. Peck, peck. Oh, I can't wait to find out about that. I'm, I'm going to be excited. We're going to be excited, but yeah. we're just not quite excited right now. But we are. Except we're both exhausted. Is the I'm, other thing. Yeah, I'm slightly tired. It was a. It was. A good but busy two days over at the shop. Uh -huh. I saw a lot of folks. There were a lot of folks who came in that were first time, you know, coming in to a shop like that, and they were just looking around and kind of amazed. And then there were several of them who came in with a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, they're the ones they come in and they they don't they don't want to chat. They don't want to socialize. They grab them a basket and they go straight over to the herbs. And then they go to the oils, and then they go to the candles, and they might go oh, to the incense. Interesting. Yeah, and then they'll wander after that, but they pick up what they need, and they'll come out and they'll have black salt. Hmm. They'll have coffin nails. They'll have, <laughs> you know, you, something along those lines. And you know they're really serious. And, and when, when I walked in the other day, the first person that I actually interacted with, other than to say good morning, I think it was the first person who came in the door, actually, was a fellow, and he was deadly serious about what he was coming in to talk about. He had notes. He brought a notebook with him of all this, this happened, and 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 this happened, mm -hmm. and this is what I thought, and this is what I tried, and he was damn organized. But he made a, and he made a real good case for what, but I, yeah, it's like, so he was he asking me to be the expert in his situation. Got it, got it. Yeah, and, yeah, I had an opinion about it. I have an opinion about everything. So they walk in the door and all day long, people were having these situations. I'm hexed, I'm cursed, I've, I've got a ghost in my house, my cat's acting funny. I mean, it, it was... You name it, it was Yo, all I, kinds of I stuff. need to print out for you how to make an energy trap so you can just hand that sheet to people. I will, I will. Because nine times out of ten, if they will put an energy trap in their house, it's going to dispel all that stuff. Because it's just a matter, they just got bunged up energy in their house. Most of the time, it was something that was not what they thought it was. It almost always is not what yeah. they think it is. Almost always. Because they don't have experience... Right. with what a haunting feels like. They don't have experience with what it means to actually have been, had bane work laid on you. They just don't have that experience. So when anything goes wrong in their life, and they can't blame it on Mercury retrograde. And they can't explain it. And they can't explain it, then it must be that somebody hated them enough to hex them. And what I tell people again and again is, there are not that many people who are competent at hexing. I would have to agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So nine times out of ten, nobody has hexed you. You have just made some really, really poor choices. This person who had all these notes and mm -hmm. had this well laid out scenario, in my opinion, was so far off 
that it wasn't even funny. And later, because right about that time, uh, Michael walked out, mm -hmm. and he had been in the back doing some stuff, and he walked out, and I included him in the conversation. And, you know, he tells, he tells him his story and everything. And then Michael left, and the guy continued his story. But he didn't know he was telling his story at that point. He was just telling me something else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's what it really is. Yeah, yeah. But he, didn't, he wouldn't have wanted to hear that because it had something to do with another person mm -hmm. trying to come on to him. Mm -hmm. and, he, uh, and, and it was, uh, yeah, it's like, and he thought he was being hexed. And... You know, it was, it was a strange situation. It was strange. And I saw yes. that all day long. I saw yeah. weirdness all day Well, long. and I mean, we're professionals at this. So what, what used to happen, and I'm sure still does happen, is that sometimes people use their diseases as a kind of status. Mm. And that makes healing more difficult because they get attention for whatever their disease is and they... And it doesn't matter if it's good attention or bad attention, they're getting attention. And it doesn't matter if it's a physical disease or a neuro condition. Right, exactly. And it, it, and it doesn't matter if it's psychological, I'm putting air quotes around that, because that's, that is not important in the situation. Well, it's the same way now with, I'm being hexed, I'm being, somebody has cursed me. It gives you a certain status because you are important enough that somebody took the time to hex you, or you are evil enough. Because there are a lot of people right now who are, oh, they are badasses. That's the thing. They, that's their stock and trade. I'm just a badass, and I'm such a badass. People are flinging hexes at me all the time. And so it becomes this kind of odd status thing. Like, I, I piss, you know, I just speak truth to power. I just piss people off. And then they start flinging their hexes at me. And mostly it's just... I just feel like the answer to everything is self-esteem issues these mm -hmm. days. It's like if, when you feel better about yourself, when you heal some of your internalized trauma, then you are going to find that accessing the energy you need to do the work you need to do is going to be a lot easier. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, and like you were saying, a hex is not the answer to every situation that's gone wrong. No, and no. I have seen people who believe that, well, had it not been for this curse this waitress threw on me, I would have been a success in life. Yeah, I'm just not <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes! Yeah, yeah, so, so I'm, and I'm not, I, you know what, it's weird, it's odd anyway, because I don't, I don't get mad at people usually. People, I'm, I don't know why, but I'm used to dealing with the public. And yeah. so they come in, and for the most part, things will roll like water off a duck's back, as they used to say. And <laughs> so I can just listen to them and, and, and bring them back to some place of reality. Because uh, most of the time, they're not mean. They're right. either scared or they're just involved. Yeah. It's like wrestling. Somewhere you have to know that it's not real. Okay, somewhere in your what? brain, you, uh, yeah, I'm Are sorry. you talking about wrestling? Yeah, somewhere. Are you in, saying it's not real? Dusty Rhodes was the only real one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you mean Chief Wahoo McDaniel. Wahoo, Wahoo. <laughs> Who's that blonde-headed <laughs> one that lives in, lives in Charlotte? The blonde-headed one that goes, woo. Ricky Flair. Rick Flair, yeah. He's the only real one. Yeah, no, on, on, on some uh, level, you got to know that The Bachelor is rigged and that, that whatever that island thing was where they were supposed to be surviving. On some level, you know it, but you get so involved with it that you forget that, and it, and it becomes re very real to you. And then you start seeing confirmation everywhere. That's the other thing. People see a lot of confirmation everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and we all have confirmation yeah. bias. Yep, and we're all looking for synchronicity. We're all looking for magic in our lives, and yay for that. Yeah. But it's not all so too. magic. It's just not all magic. No, sometimes it's just really hard work. <laughs> <laughs> really hard work. Yeah, but why can't we just go with our nose and nose? You mean we can't? No, I didn't say that you and I could. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. <laughs>
So. Yeah, the, once again, we have, uh, we, we outlined what we were going to talk about in the pre-show. Oh, yeah, what was it? I, I remember. <laughs> um, and, and then we started like, oh, it's baby birds. I think it's baby birds. Alicia, Byron, it's baby birds. <laughs> so we just, we just dumped whatever we were going to talk about, which was no doubt food or booty calls booty or, <laughs> or drag racing down Patton Avenue. I don't know what we're going to talk about Booty calls. Me leaving town. I'm leaving town, y'all. I'm getting out. Getting the hell out of here. That's right. She's starting the big schedule again. <laughs> I'm going to Missouri and then Ohio and then after that back to Ohio and then NOLA and Wisconsin or I think it's Wisconsin. It's one of those states that's up in the middle of the country but at the very top. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Might be Wisconsin. <laughs> My uncle would identify the states by the shape of them <laughs> yes, on the map. Yes. You know that square one, that perfect yes. square. So I know that Michigan's got a thumb. That's how I remember <laughs> Michigan's right. got a thumb. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to be better about that. Y'all, I've traveled the world over and thought I found true love. You met another and <laughs> you was gone. <laughs> real sunny but only one thing would ruin our fun i know you love me but you worship money and you got mad when i offered you none where where are you tonight why did you leave me here all alone i searched the world over and i thought i found true love you met another and you was gone I've traveled so many places and I'm very proud of that, but until I started touring doing my dog and pony village witch show, I'd never been much to the Midwest and man, that is a that is a place out of time. Is it I really? kinda love it, yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm a, the first time I was there I was like hanging out the the window like a dog. It was like <laughs> everything is so flat. Look, it's flat. What is going on? Where's all the hills? I was like a tourist in Manhattan looking, yeah. you know, looking at skyscrapers. It was so embarrassing. And <laughs> I remember saying to my buddy Brian that was driving and who is on his way now to drive Miss Lazy again, um, saying, you don't understand where I'm from. If you can do 10 acres of corn in one place, that is huge. And look, here are hundreds of acres of corn. And then, and then I hear, thousands. And I went, what? And he said, it's thousands of acres of corn. Wow. And I was like, thousand, a thousand acres of corn. Oh my God. My hair is like standing on end. And I'm just, I'm just an embarrassment to travel with. So y'all should never do it. Poor Alicia. She's a... Uh, She's already signed up for the first Weird Metal Gals road trip. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking forward I'm to that. I'm going to be a Soko Gap. Like, what? <laughs> Soko Gap! Most fun rap you in the Smokies. What? Are you going to bring your gnome? I'm, I might bring my gnome. I'm definitely going to wear overhauls, though. Are I you seriously? Me some nice overhauls I'm going to wear. Oh. I won't put a snake in that front Ooh. bib, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the... Um, you know, COVID, COVID was good to me in the sense that I lost a little bit of weight. So I believe I'm going to put those overalls on, and I'm going to look good. Yeah. I'm going to look like, huh, who's that fetching country woman over there? <laughs> Maybe I'll get me a straw hat to wear. Hey, I'll wear my tequila drinking hat. People are like, hmm. You've got a straw hat over there. I surely do. Get you a pitchfork. I have many pitchforks. I have manure <laughs> forks. I have pitchforks. I have broken off pitchforks. Where I got them all. <laughs> Earth turning forks. Oh. Where, oh, where are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? I searched the real over and thought I found true love. He met another and you was gone. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that song in a hundred years. Really? I hadn't. Now, why would I think of that song? It's terrible. <laughs> no. no, no. Yeah. It's Hee Haw. Nothing from Hee Haw is terrible. Oh, no. Plenty from Hee Haw is terrible. Yeah, but I love it. I don't Call care. me BR549. <laughs> Junior Samples. Junior Samples. It's Man. pretty funny. I, I mean, it's very sexist, wasn't it? With all the oh, cute yeah. little 
cute little women running around half dressed, uh-huh. but still wearing mini, pantyhose. And mini pearl. <laughs> and mini and mini pearl. And Lulu. And Lulu, God. Yeah, so so there's the they were all the 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 females and then the guys had the real parts of it. Right. Supposedly. They were the real musicians. There's a whole big song. I read about Hee Haw. I like it so much. Yeah. I I mean the musicians and I would hear about later, it would be like, Oh my gosh, Roy Clark, he's he's like an amazing musician. He's mm-hmm. this not that stooge on on uh Hee Haw. Hee Haw. God. That fast I forgot. And that's exactly how they would present it, too. And I don't know why I like Hee Haw, honestly, because it's all the stereotypes. It is. But I like it because of the musicians, I guess. The music is just, it's incredible. Yeah. And, of course, I, I mean, Grandpa I Jones? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Grandpa Jones. And Buck Owens. Buck Owens, yeah. Like all those guys. And then they have guests. You know, Glenn Campbell was on there a few yes. times. The Hager twins. The Hager twins. I do. I went and looked them up. I was so. I was like, I wonder whatever happened. And whatever happened to them? Well, one of the twins died years earlier than the other one of some cancer. Uh But they both, you know, lived and I guess they continued to perform. I'm pretty sure that they did for a few years. So I looked them up. I looked up Junior Samples and Bug. I looked up a lot of those. Mm Those people that were on it, and uh, Lulu was an incredibly intelligent performer, real well thought of. And of course, you know Minnie Pearl, and she has a little connection here. Yeah, she uh, surely does. Yeah. Minnie Pearl was an interesting person. She really was, and she was so smart with her money. And you know, a lot of a lot of those people that came out of what they called hillbilly music, mm-hmm. they weren't good with money because they never had money right. coming up, so they just. They spent whatever they got hold of, and far too many of them died broken and broke from their excesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, that is true. Well, I noticed that. Never mind, I noticed that too. But yeah, that yeah. was hee haw. And so, if I were to watch TV again, it would only be on Sunday evenings because you can get hee haw, you can get the Glenn Campbell show, you can get the Johnny Cash show. You just got to get the rural network. Yeah. That's, and, and they have all of the good stuff there. <laughs> My so, goodness. TV I mean, worth watching. Johnny Cash, what an amazing musician. A friend of mine was writing today about um, when he did uh, he did a cover of some, some of those Nine Inch Nails songs. Oh, I Hurt Myself. And I Hurt Myself Today. Is it called Pain is really the name of that? Anyway, I Hurt Myself Today. And he, he just owns that song. I, the first Nobody time I heard it, it. Yeah. I stopped the car and started crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I think I heard it right before he died, oh. like in just a few weeks. But I'd been watching the news and, you know, just keeping my eyes out for him. And I'd kind of gone through this Johnny Cash revival because I read this big, giant biography, mm-hmm. unauthorized biography of him. And so I, I appreciated him even more. But I could tell he was a broken person. Oh, yeah. And, oh. Well, and so many people who came out of that musical genre were broken. Mm-hmm. And they were they were broken before they got into the music. And the music is what saved them yep. from, from the brokenness of our culture. Not Johnny Cash, but I agree with no, what you're saying true. in a general way. Yeah. The yeah. per- he was saved by his wife. Yes, absolutely, and her family. And her, you're right. Her whole yeah, family yeah. took him in. They just took him in, and they took care of him. Yep, until he was okay. And it yeah. talked about him, how broken he was, and how he basically just kind of crawled over there that time. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that did it. If y'all haven't read about it, about him, it's an interesting book. It really is. And even that movie about him that came out, gosh, 20 years ago, I guess that was pretty good, too. 20 years? I don't know. Maybe. My goodness. But it, that was, it was not bad. And the thing that brought me to tears again and again was uh, the Ken Burns documentary of country music. Did you see that? I saw the occasional little bit of it. It is worth just indulge in yourself in that over a couple of days. You don't want to do it in one day because it will break you, I promise you. My but, mom kind of said she really yeah, liked it too, yeah. It, because there was just, it, it was just so 
awful and there'd be these moments of intense beauty and glory and then the rug would just be pulled right out from under whoever it was oh. and it was I mean it was heartbreaking and and it's heartbreaking about the culture that it comes out of yeah but man some of that music is so amazing oh, it is and those musicians oh Hank oh, Williams yeah not junior Hank no, Williams. no what a yeah. tragic story yeah, that's another one, y'all. Y'all, yeah. if you haven't had a chance to learn about Hank Williams, it's really an interesting story. And shall I say, Elvis? He's not a country musician, but he is an interesting story too. He is an interesting story, and you know, all of them—not all of them, but a lot of them—get got wrapped around too in that whole sort of gospel music mm-hmm. and the importance of of offering up that joyful noise. And you know Johnny Johnny Cash started singing because his older brother was destined to be a preacher and yep. a singer, and he died. He died tragically. He died horribly. Horribly, yes. yeah. It was a horrible death. Yeah. And I think that Johnny Cash got a little bit blamed for it by his dad. I think he did too. Yeah. In that documentary, they yeah. implied that. Yeah. That whether the dad actually blamed him, Johnny always thought that his dad put that burden on. Yep. So he was racked with guilt and sadness mm-hmm. for his entire life and he he started self-medicating. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, I think a lot of people do that. So many people do it. I mean, it, and it's part of the story of Appalachia. I mm-hmm. mean, right now the self-medication is meth and it was oxy. But we've been self-medicating a long time because of the situations we find ourselves in. Yeah. Well, I guess it's one way to forget about your situation for a little while. Yeah. Is to yeah. and and it must be something that they can afford. Right. So that must be cheap. And to stop you know? hurting. To just stop hurting. Yeah. Stop the pain for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I've been you know, I'm blessed, I'm a knock on wood that I I'm not I've not felt that kind of pain. No. In my life. I've always when there's been pain, when there has been want, when there's been frustration, I've found a way to to work through and work out of it. Yeah. But that doesn't make me better. That just means I had uh, maybe I had more resources than it, it makes than you some luckier had. in a it lot makes of me ways. Damn luckier. Yeah. And I feel that way too because it'd be so easy for me to just fall into it, you know, who would tell me not to at my age. Yeah. But but yeah. I just have never had that desire. I don't know that I would have I don't know that I would have had the self control or the knowledge to not do stuff when I was younger. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I just didn't want to. Right. And right. so and maybe I'm you didn't run with a crowd of people that did that. That was no. Everybody did it. Everybody did it. If did. they either talked about it or didn't. Oh. You know. But I think most everybody I know or knew back then was doing something, either drinking too much or whatever. And you know they called it medicine. I gotta go get my medicine. <laughs> yes. Take my medicine. Yes. Yeah. And so they. Because they called it medicine, you you know then that it meant that they just wanted to, they just Medicaid. wanted to forget. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and and in some of these cultures, the religious structure of some of these parts of our culture, it is not allowed for you to drink for pleasure. Right. You can only drink to cover up pain, and so. Great Aunt Flossie kept a gallon jug of elderberry wine. But that was just for quote unquote medicinal purposes. Right. Or so and so kept uh, whiskey. And whiskey was just so you could make cough syrup in the winter. I mean, how many times have you had uh, cough syrup that was made out of whiskey and I, I've seen honey? It. So I've seen it, but I've never had it. sugar. Oh, yep. I have definitely had that. Yep. I probably should have some of it right now. Can you imagine I'm thinking of it? Whiskey and sugar. I surely I mean, can. I that it's that. it's not enough to raise your blood alcohol by whiskey level. Right. You're just gonna raise it by some extra put a, sugar. Put tea. a tablespoon yeah. of that well, and honey. And honey. And they also used to use kerosene a lot. They put drops of kerosene in sugar because that was believed to do whatever it was supposed to do. So I, wow, I didn't know about that. Oh one. Lord, yes. I know yes. there was some weird stuff in those times. Well, and I remember my grandmother saying that when she was coming up, in order to make sure there weren't that bed bugs didn't get in the bed, they would take these little like a tuna fish can size can, 
fill it full of kerosene, and then put the legs of these iron bedsteads down in that so that the bed bugs couldn't climb up. Whoa! And so you were sleeping in a bed that was basically sitting in kerosene. That's and people bad. still, you know, people then smoked in bed. Well, or people came in drunk smoking, and who knows where their cigarette went. Oh Is that not, that's just madness. It's a wonder any of us survive. Yeah, well, there's or a any meme of our, about that. Yeah, any of our families survive. There's a meme about it. Yeah. Talk about driving down the road without a, a seat belt on, and your kids were crying, climbing around, and you've got your beer in your lap, and, you know, back in the day, and you're smoking a cigarette, and it's, yeah. Back in my day. Back in the day. And we all, we all survived. We all got whooped with a strap. It didn't yeah. hurt us a bit. Yeah, yeah, except it broke you and made you a miserable yeah. SOB. Well, I was driving. I was in my first years of driving when it became illegal to drive without a safety belt. Uh-huh. And I rebelled. I was like, nobody's going to tell me what I have to do in my car. And I lived to regret that. Oh. Yeah, I did. Is but, that what, when you didn't have a seatbelt on for your bad accident? Did not. Oh, how that went right through the windshield because of it. Oh, God. Yeah, so, well, I would have. <coughs> I would have gone through the windshield, but the dash fell on me, so. But, yeah, and no. Awful. Well, and I was the same way. I just, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. And I was with my boyfriend at the time, leaving out of Brevard, uh, and it was pouring rain. And... You know, we call Brevard, they say land of waterfalls. Yeah. Brevard is really land where water falls. Yes. All the damn time. It rains all the time in the world. So we are coming out of Brevard, uh, heading towards Asheville, and it is pouring rain, pouring. And I glance over to my right, because I'm in the passenger side, and there is a car that is sliding into us, just getting ready to slam into my side of the car. And because I did not have a seatbelt on, I was able to get over and share the seat with my boyfriend who was oh, driving. Oh. And it smashed up the side of the car, but I didn't get hurt. Wow. And he was able to control the car. Wow. And so it all and so for a while I was like, see, if I'd had a seatbelt on, I might have got really, really hurt. And true, that's but, true. But I got over that pretty fast. And because yeah. it, it's it's just it just makes sense. As you know. Yes. I found out the hard way, but you know, part of that is just, I can't stand to be ordered around. No, me. I, I just can't me. stand it. And it's a fault of mine. It is. Mine too. Yeah. But but, but the thing is, and y'all need to know this about me, and it may be a trivial issue too, is that if you approach me nice and ask me to do something, nine times out of ten I'm going to do it. Even yeah. if it means i got to stop whatever I'm doing and help you do it. I'm probably going to do it for you. Yes, you But will. if you come and hang over me like you're my damn daddy, like you think you're my boss, well, that's not going to go well for yeah. you. Uh, no, it's, it's just not. It's going to be, you're not the boss of me. You're not the boss of me. The Byron version of it. Yeah, no, that's the version. Yeah. You ain't the boss of me. Yeah. It's that whole control thing. Oh, I just I can't, oh. Yeah, I can't stand it. And I don't want to do it to other people. No, I don't either. I don't want to manipulate. Either. I know somebody who had a long-term marriage. And that was one of the reasons that uh, he wanted out of it was because of the manipulation yeah. and the, the guilt. That's, mm -hmm. that's where guilt comes from is when you're being manipulated. Yeah. yeah. And I can't, I, I've thought about that before and there's pretty much, unless you take on the guilt yourself and nobody else is involved, mm -hmm. but if you feel guilty about something and it has something to do with somebody else, it's, it's going to be it's, some manipulation. It's you being guilt tripped. Yeah, yeah, every time. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't I don't stand get it. it. I maybe, get it. maybe that's just, I don't know, maybe that's just where we're from. Because that's the other thing I remember about you when I first met you. I was like, well, this woman, she she digs in. You're not afraid to dig in and get get it done. I'm yourself. not. I'm not. Yeah, that's I what mean, I like about you. I will, I will find myself, because I'm not normally a person who's afraid of things yeah. either. It's like right now I got two loose teeth and the end of the month I'm gonna have to see the dentist for the first time. I mean I didn't go see him all through COVID. And I don't know, I may end up with shiny pearly dentures. And there's a part of me that goes, Well, that's too bad, but I have a genetic predisposition to that. And I have been under the care of a periodontist for twenty years before COVID. And it's just 
I do excellent care. I just got, I didn't win the lottery on that. So, so I don't, I'm not afraid of things like that, but I find sometimes that uh, it's just like a catch in my breath about something. I'll go, well, what is that all about? And I'll go, you're afraid. Um, you're afraid of something. And because I'm not, you know, I grew up rough, so there's an awful lot of stuff I'm not afraid of. But it's funny the things that, I'll, that I am, I'll go, <gasps> and then I have to analyze what that feeling is because it's not something I have very often. I don't have the experience of it. I'm not going to ask you what you're afraid of because I don't, I don't want to... Spiders. Oh, okay. Well, I should, that's what I could have figured I'm out. I'm afraid of spiders. We went to see, you know, my daughter's, uh, we're, fingers crossed, buying a house up in, uh, in the high country. And we were there the other day looking at it and there's a little shed in the backyard. And we were there with the realtor and the realtor's two little granddaughters. And I said, I'd like to see the inside of the shed. So she got a strong armed it and opened it up. And the older of the granddaughters said, I bet that's full of spiders. And I looked at her, we both had great big eyes and I was like, I bet it is too. And, and we walked in together and I was like, Okay, I'll let you know if I see one. You let me know if you see one. And we're like, okay, all right. And she said, do granddaddy long legs count? And I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they count. <laughs> they you just let me know more. what you see, girl. And we didn't see that one a spider. We could see it all. Really? But, yeah, spiders, definitely. You but I'm better be. about that than I used to be. You would not have wanted to be me the other night. Oh, wow. I, I needed to get a good night's sleep so I could get up and go to work and feel good, but that did not happen. No, Because honey. as I'm laying in the bed falling asleep, I feel something right here, uh, and I'm putting my hand right between my boobs on my heart area, and uh, so it moved, and so I did the thing, I went like that, and then I just kept my hand there, got up, turned on the light, it was a dead spider in my hand. I had a spider that dropped on me from the ceiling. No, right no ma'am, <laughs> no ma'am. Oh, and let me tell you another thing, oh. and that's about this place. Yeah. Well, first of all, we killed a nest of them uh, a couple of years ago, but uh -huh. they were poisonous. Uh -huh. Okay, you remember that? I do remember that. One of them dropped on me in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, golly! I'm just saying. I'm well, saying. then I'll tell you another thing about this place. So, I am usually good if I can approach a spider. Like, you know, in the fall, we have those big, beautiful riding spiders, right. those big golden orb spiders. Yeah. And if I can approach it, and they usually set up, they set up in a corner of your garden, and they just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. And I, I really like that because they're so beautiful. But I came from the bedroom one night in the dark to go to the bathroom, and in that doorway right there, a big old spider was hanging right about face level. Are you? And sure? I got right. I was with it, and I had my glasses on. It was dark. I was with inches of it, <gasps> and it was like. Every spidey sense I had started tingling, and I started squinting and backing up. And it was, it wasn't a wolf spider, but it was a real big, oh, big spider. Goodness. And I was like, you SOB. And I went in the kitchen and got myself a broom and knocked it down and pounded on it till it was dead. <laughs> Legless and dead. Uh, and, unless it's a poison spider, I'll try and put it outside. Well, I you know, but it's hard to catch one and put it outside and without love, killing it. I love what they do and I love what they are and I have great, great respect for them. I just have to say it's like it's an arachnophobic response. It's not just I hate spiders. <laughs> well, well, I'm looking over your shoulder. I just saw one of them little parent birds going in. I need to go find that camera before I do anything else. Okay. Okay. And we'll set that up. I need to bring some stuff in from the car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's been nice just hanging out, girl. So many times I would just wish for that. Yeah. Just wish for it. You know, how? when can I be in the room with somebody? Well, uh, and this, this house is one of the few places on earth that I can come and not immediately start working like a dog. What? So <laughs> when I'm downtown... If I am in the house, I am working, mm. and I am tidying or cleaning or washing or picking or cooking or something, laundrying something. But I can come out here, and when you were coming in this afternoon, I just thought, well, I'm gonna sit on the front porch. That'd be nice. And you did. And You're I did. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what it means to me. This place. This is the safest place, and this is also the 
best sleeping for me yeah. that I've ever had yeah. as an adult. It's a good place. Yeah. We love it up here on Weird Mountain, yes. and we love that y'all join us once a week <laughs> here in the Weird Mountain cottage on the side of Weird Mountain, yeah. right at the edge of the woods where all the birds are. Under the weird sky. Under the weird sky. <laughs> with the weird sassafras trees leaning over the back porch going, can't we come in? I'd let it. Yeah, me too. Y'all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for being with us and walking us through. Today's been kind of a kind of a doer day, hadn't yeah, we? Yeah, we talked been. about some heavy stuff. We did, but I wasn't in a bad mood. No, me either. Yeah. I don't know. We just, I guess it was just, we were fixing on thinking about some hard stuff, and so we just talked about it. So we appreciate y'all hanging with us in the tough times and in the silly times. Yep. We did do some even and hand boning, though. I can't yeah. remember if we did that in the pre show or if we actually did it now. So we did do a fair amount of silliness. Yes, we did. And you did talk about anal probes. <laughs> <laughs> What's a good conversation without a uh, look into that? Ex subject? Exactly. <laughs> so, if y'all have been probed by aliens, anally or otherwise, drop us a note and let us know. We'd love to know if y'all how y'all are about UFOs and alien folks, and, uh, and if it's getting ready to happen to you, how about <laughs> handing them your cell phone and letting them get some video for us? Because it could be just like Cartman when a big old camera comes out up <laughs> over your head. 12 feet high. <laughs> so go watch yourself some South Park. Yep. Drink yourself something good to drink and uh, and have a good week till we see you again. Absolutely. And Miss Byron, I'm going to get going. But I want you to make sure and just be careful out there traveling. I have will. some behavior. Oh, no, now. I didn't say behave. I know, have. but having behavior, that just sounds like I have to think about it. No. Like, like I'll, I'll be doing something and I'll stop and go, wait, is this what she's talking about, about having behavior? <laughs> is this it? So I may send you videos. Hey, look at this. Hey, Alicia, is this behavior? Send it on. I would love it. <laughs> Send in the clones. Oh, no, not that song. Oh, my. Is that Barbara Streisand? No. No, Send, on, send in the Clowns is... Is it BJ Tom? I just said send in the clones. Oh, but you made me think of send the in clones, the clones. Isn't it rich? Oh, I know exactly who that is. But oh, it's such a it. sappy song. Oh, but yeah, it is sappy. But it was of a time and place when a sappier when, time. Oh, uh, but remember all that? I, I thought we were done. Uh, remember that music from the band called Bread? Baby, I love you. <laughs> Baby, I need you. We love yes. that stuff. Yes. Oh my God! I, on the Ronco, Judy or, Collins, or the Judy Kate Collins. of Judy Collins. Yes, okay, Judy Collins. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah, Han. And I remember I had a, a fella in when I was a senior. He was in Texas, and I was in North Carolina. And he kept saying, "No, but I'm your boyfriend. I'm your boyfriend." And he, there was that song. It was. If a man could be two places at one time, uh, I'd be with you. And it's like, what? Uh, wait, what? Wait, what the hell does that mean? Two places at one time. Tomorrow and today. Oh, beside oh who you is all that? the way. Oh. If the world should stop revolving, spinning, I gotta stop. Slowly <laughs> out to die. I'd spend the end with you. And when the world was through, then one by one, the stars would all go out. And you, Alicia, and I would simply fly away. If a picture, that's how it starts. If a picture paints a thousand words, yes, then why can't I paint you? What a... Uh, and that's bread? <laughs> that's bread! Yes, that was on that same rock. Oh, lordy. It's a, And you remember the wedding song? It's from... I uh, think it sounds like Corinthians. bread. Corinthians? No, 
now we're to bring together. Da, da, da. It sounds exactly like what we just said. Oh, it probably is Britta. Yeah, I think it was. I'll find out. Ilsa. Ilsa, Ilsa will, will find out and she'll post it mm-hmm. on the Weirdlings page. Do we need to tell them about the Weirdlings? Well, I guess so. It's us. We'll tell you about the super secret <laughs> um, Weirdlings page. So, on Facebook. Yep, Ilsa is running it and doing a fabulous job. She is. She has set up, it's like a Weirdlings, a Weird Mountain Gals fan group. And it's called the, <laughs> the Weirdlings. Weirdlings. Yeah. And I don't know how it's structured, but if you were to come on our Facebook page and say, I'd like to be part of the Weirdlings, we'll hook you up with Ilsa. Yeah, we'll hook you up. And from what I understand, there's some content that you have to answer. They'll she'll ask you two questions to see if you really listen to yep. us or not. And if you do, then then beware if you're in this weirdlings page because folks, uh, when we do the podcast editing, we're going to take some clips and we're not going to hold back, y'all. The weirdlings get to hear some things that maybe we wouldn't feel comfortable saying. <laughs> Although that's hard to imagine. Uh, but yeah, so you know. they're getting the raunchy bits, and they're getting the, us laughing like a pair of jackasses yeah. bits. <laughs> and the esoteric stuff. Right, and yeah. the embarrassing stuff. That's yeah. what y'all will get as weirdlings. Yeah. But we're very grateful to Ilsa for Absolutely. doing this. Yeah. And um, and we're grateful to y'all for listening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Y'all are the bomb. Wait, I can't say that. No. Okay, y'all are good. The schniznet. Y'all are the schniznet. Who says that? Do people still... Say that? I she said hiccuping. <laughs> I've never heard it before, but um, Gomez says it so much that uh, Gomez the yard man, mm-hmm. that I picked it up from him, I think. So there's, there's no telling you. He's out there picking up sticks in the yard, and I'm picking up some of that language that he uses. I see. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are you picking up? What am I picking up? Yeah. Well, I picked up whatever has got my nose full of snot. <laughs> I, th- I like to think it's pollen because I feel fine. I just am all congested. But hot and sour soup almost cured me. Ooh, or it made it runnier. I don't know. One or the other. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get going here and make us some supper. Um, I don't know what I'm going to have. really don't. Well, I, I don't either. And I am as hungry as a bear. Are you? So maybe we should cut this off, and you and I should go somewhere and have some supper. Let's go eat. So, all right, y'all. Uh, hey. Have behavior. Again, we are saying goodbye. Yeah. This was really was an Appalachian farewell. Yep. Uh, have behavior. Now, that's a t-shirt, too. Have behavior. Have behavior. I'll talk to everybody soon. Bye, y'all. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.